Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, AfterBuzzers, welcome to an all-new Shadowhunters After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we're breaking down Season 2B, Episode 13, titled Those of Demon Blood. And if you're watching, I have someone very special next to me, Alicia Wainwright, you guys. Maya is in the studio. We have so many things to ask her, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello again, you awesome Shadowhunters fans. Thank you so much for tuning in to our after show here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. And as promised, Alicia Wainwright, right here. Thank you for being here. Uh, For for those that don't know, where can they find you on social media? Uh, Instagram at Alicia Wainwright and Twitter at WainwrightAE. And of course, Dakota T. Jones. What's up, you guys? You can find me everywhere at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. Becca Brown in the house. Hi, I'm Becca Brown. Y'all can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Becca B. Talks TV. And of course, don't forget to follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms. Use the hashtag ABTV Shadowhunters if you want to chat with us about the show or just tweet at us. We got your tweets for this week yes. using the hashtag ABTV Ask Maya. There are a lot of them, and we are going to get to as many as we possibly can. <laughs> uh, before we start to break down this episode, your response or your fans' response to the show. I think it took all of us by surprise what happened in the end, which oh we will, <laughs> which we will get to. But you know, some people were angry. Mm-hmm. I think, but I think oh, I'm already looking in the chat. A lot of people seem to love it, including me. Yeah, I loved it. Me too. Yeah. All of us. Yeah, I was like, this is hot. Like, <laughs> Actual so, impression of Dakota. I was, Becca, Becca. <laughs> yeah, she hadn't watched it yet, and I was like, Becca, Becca, I need to tell you this. She's like, do not ruin it for me. And I'm like, that was like one time I almost spoiled it. But I was just so I, I love whenever they take characters who we may have not thought that they would be together. I mean, like you guys were polar opposites. You know, you tried to like kill them the first time we saw you. Yeah, twice. And so and uh, you know recently. Yeah. And so third time's the charm. Third time's nothing. Right. Third time's a hookup in an alley. Yeah, third time is a hookup in an alley. So we don't know if you know you said something about like this is not going to happen again or this is only happening one time or something, right? Um. So uh, thank you. I'm glad you yes. guys uh, responded positively <laughs> to it. Um. I think the cool thing that the showrunners and the writers do is that they really work off of our natural born in chemistry with each other um, like all of the characters on the mm-hmm. show and um, Dom and I had like a little bit of chemistry from the beginning that mm-hmm. they they were interested in seeing um you know, outside of the book, what would happen if those characters had a more interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that ended up happening. Um, I think that it was a expression of both of their angst in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't necessarily think it's something that you will see a lot moving forward, but um, it is a definite, like, twist, you yeah, know. definitely. Whenever I you just said that, her face was like, no! I, I literally ship it. it. I, know. I do, I ship it. I think it's fun. I mean, I know that, like, I'm at this point, I'm not really for Jace and Clary being together. I just feel like, um, 
you know, her and Simon have been friends forever, and I just feel like it's something... I've been in Simon's position with a girl one time, and I've always wanted to, like, break out of that. Mm. So I kind of, like, want to live through Simon and be like, no, like, get the yeah, girl, you got yeah. this. So I love that they're together. I know that you and uh, your character and Simon had, like, a thing, but I think that you and Jace are so... Um, you've got so much angst and so much um so many things in common but mm-hmm. that's kind of what makes you guys clash sometimes yeah. and i think seeing you guys finally just like give in and kind of do something about it i was like i can see it yeah and i think a lot of um 2a and leading up to episode 13 you know jace's character had a lot of trials mm-hmm. and he really was looking forward to having an opportunity to be with this woman who we found <laughs> out was not his sister yeah and knowing that he can't have her you see why he's just kind of needing some tension release and I think with Maya you're not exactly sure why she's behaving the way she is if they're kind of being mum about her backstory and mm-hmm. hopefully as the uh, rest of the season goes on we'll get to get a little taste of maybe you know mm-hmm. why she is the way she is mm-hmm. and then it'll make more sense with why she too needed that that Ooh. release I like, I like it yeah well let's start off by talking about Simon's storyline a little bit mm-hmm. uh, you know the Beginning of the episode starts with Clary telling him that she booked a show for him at the bar, and I love how everyone just hangs out there now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> it was like the hangout spot of this episode, I know. Especially. I, I mean, love that. I think it's great, and, and I love that it's my bar, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I think me, naturally, uh, you know, I love having people come to my home, and mm-hmm. I love taking care of people, and so I think it's kind of, you know, in line with who I am as a person, that most of the fun and interesting things that happen bar-wise happen at my place, so yeah. it's kind of cool. <laughs> And they're like, yep, I want to visit. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to that bar. It sounds, it looks fun. It and, is fun. And you know, they have blood. It's like, cater <laughs> yeah. to everybody. It's mm-hmm. very inclusive, yeah. which I find really awesome. Yeah. Their motto. I thought it was very like secretive, though. It was almost like you had blood, but you weren't supposed to like, really let people know because you kind of went down behind the counter and just kind of like in the last really yeah. discreet. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. You don't, you don't need a mundane walking in and being like, I'll take that stuff. Yeah, you know? that's true. whatever that's true. that is. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Um, I hope nobody kills you. (laughs) Goodbye. Well, after, you know, we find out there's going to be this concert of sorts, probably this episode, which amazing montage in the end. We'll get to at the end of this recap. But Uh Simon walks out with Clary and there are these vampires that are already just Mm -hmm. wanting to follow him. They're kind of his groupies and he's uncomfortable with it. Yeah. As he. I would be scared. I think he's still scared of other vampires Mm. and the fact that they now want to have him be their king Mm. essentially is a bit alarming and I just love where I think that is gonna go. I I think it's hysterical. Like, he's the the popular kid now. Yeah. (laughs) It's like in school, he's Everyone wants to be his friend. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, in in episode 11 when Maya is encouraging him to keep it under wraps, Mm -hmm. you know, and then that got squashed. And so now everybody (laughs) knows and he's seeing that maybe it doesn't seem as bad as Mm -hmm. as she had had mentioned. So, uh, you know. That that's that's surprising to him and 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 me too, you know. <laughs> I, I feel like he should still proceed with caution with everything going on because he keeps getting the advice from everyone, and he's like, "Oh, I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it'll I, all be fine." I'm like, "Uh, you say it's gonna be fine, but something's gonna go wrong." And I know. like the next couple episodes, I just know this. I, feel I know like, how this works. <laughs> I feel like what's gonna happen is they're gonna feel like they need to revolt against him or something or they they may feel like oh my gosh um, maybe if we like bite him 
will somehow become daylighters, oh. or if they find out finally that, mm. you know, what we think, maybe why he's a daylighter is because he, you know, was feeding off of Jace, who has angel blood. And mm. so we think that what happens if that, and then everyone wants to go after Jace or Clary, and then that could just be a huge problem. All great theories, yeah. guys. Right? Very but good I theories. Should, I should say that one for predictions. Well, what's so fun, especially about this episode, is we are veering away from the books, mm-hmm. so we don't really know what is going to happen, and it's a ton of fun to watch. One more, I just want to bring up the scene with Simon and Luke. First of all, I think the wolves are the smartest. <laughs> because it is Maya yeah. and Luke that go, chill, dude. You, you gotta chill. You're gonna get yourself into a lot of trouble. You're gonna get yourself killed. <laughs> but it was so For hilarious real. when I thought Luke was talking about sex with Clary. I love that as well. So funny. And Simon goes, "Well, <laughs> you know, I didn't think like, I had I? to." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh God, what is this? Are we having vampire babies now?" I oh, was, yeah. oh my gosh, <laughs> this is not Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this didn't work out well in Twilight. Yeah, let's just not. <laughs> but I did feel as though him, uh, Luke, bringing up bloodlust was a possible Easter egg for us in the future. Why would he exactly bring that up if it's not necessarily going to be an issue at yeah. some point? Mm. Um, I, I just think, you know, I don't know about you, but the first party I ever went to, my mom sat me down and told me about all the possibilities of things that could be around me, that could be dangerous and or something that I'm not exposed to and just to be careful. Um, so I think... You know, Luke is fatherly by nature, even though they're not blood relatives. Mm-hmm. And he's just, you know, trying to make sure that on all grounds they're being safe. And he didn't mean for it to be a sex talk. <laughs> and I think when I first heard that conversation uh, at the table read, it was just, they had the whole room dying because it's so funny. <laughs> like, what an awkward conversation to have. <laughs> right in front of everybody, perfect. too. It's like, amazing. Everyone's, everyone's around, you know, like, you know, they have their distance, but people could overhear. Yeah. And it's just awkward. And he's sitting there like, um, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, and I love that both characters, like, both... Um, Alberto and and Isaiah, they don't shy back. They're Mm -hmm. both still trying to have the conversation. It's just they're realizing that, like, they're both having an awkward conversation, but no one's dying down from it. They're just like, (laughs) well... (laughs) I love it. It's kind of great. Yeah, Yeah. I I think the chemistry, like, the chemistry everyone in this cast has shows in in those kinds of scenes. Yeah. Yeah, and it is, you know, there are a lot of group scenes, so the Mm -hmm. ones where the the funny scenes that are one-on-one are few and far between, but they are some of the best. So we also see with Simon that when him and Clary are out and about, you know, they he smells blood, and we find out this entire Shadow Hunter killing spree is going on, mm. and it you know they literally see these pieces of flesh of ruins, just like cutting their wounds off, no big deal. Kind, I mean, it wasn't cool, but it was. As far as a gory thing to happen on the show, it was interesting. It's pretty awful. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's pretty awful. I was just not expecting to see that. And the fact that the, like, multiple people from different, like, downworld places are involved. Like, there's vampires involved. Well, we think at this mm-hmm. point. And then, like, how... Um, we we kind of we kind of think that there's more to it than just one person. Yeah, right. Because yeah. they have like you know uh, bodies being wheeled in with like uh, scratches from wolves and mm-hmm. also from like a sealy night, and so you're uh, unsure if it's just one person or if it's like a collective you know um, 
revolt. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, what was this revolt? Was this a knife? Like, to so I, I, I was meaning to put my pin up, but I just had a fist up, but it's fine. Revolt. <laughs> revolt. Well, that's essentially what it turns out to be, and we get back to the Institute, and there's kind of bodies flying in of Shadowhunters left, and right. left yeah. and right throughout this entire episode. It was a dark episode. Yeah, it was. It was, but it <laughs> also <laughs> had a lot of really fun stuff. It did, it did. They bring, nice they decide mates. to essentially, you know, they have a lot of friends, the Shadow crew, and each of their good friends is not a Shadow Hunter, essentially. So they go on their own journeys to contact that person to say that we need your DNA. And Awkward. everyone gets mad. <laughs> everyone yeah. gets super mad. Everyone has a different reaction. I don't know if you've ever had a significant other ask to see your phone, but it kind of feels like that. You know? <gasps> Where it's like, it's like, why can't you just trust that yeah, there's trust nothing me. going on? It's like, well, I just want to see your phone. It's like, well, and, and I really oh, love, so cool. not love, but I really admire that scene with, uh, maybe not to jump ahead, with You're Magnus sure. and Alec, where Magnus... It's essentially giving him the phone, uh-huh. and then as soon as he's like, oh, "Okay, there's nothing like, on it," you're like, "Well, then go away, then," because yeah. now you've hurt, you crushed me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think oh. that kind of trust when you break it, it's mm-hmm. it's not really fair. Harry yeah. broke my heart in that scene. Yeah. He did, and you know, each person that they go to talk to is again very upset by this, but Luke is open about it, and he gives them his DNA right away, uh, and he even says, "If this was a wolf." I'll kill them. Yeah. I have no qualms with killing them if it was a wolf. Rude. Right? Because then I was thinking, wow, like, what if, you know, Maya had done this for a certain reason? Like, is he just going to, like, kill Maya after all that he's done for her? I mean, we've already been down there. Isaiah and I were joking, like, (laughs) Lucas threatens the wolves' lives a couple times, you know? If they step out of line, I'll kill them. I'm I'm just like, like, dang, Luke. (laughs) I'm like, come on. Like, have some love for your pack. (laughs) I feel like it's the tough love that he's showing. Sure. Unless yeah. he kills that them. That's real he tough is, love. He truly is like the father figure. He I mean, is. I mean, and also, uh, you know, being a pack leader is, the way to become a pack leader is a very aggressive, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have to fight someone to the death. So, you know, that kind of law of the land is not foreign to the werewolves. So. Yeah, it's That's like you can't true. ever, ha- it's like most people don't think you can just have like a little spat and like, fight like it always has to be to the death yeah and I was obviously like, I know and for a second there I was a little worried whenever you know Jace and your character were fighting because I'm like this doesn't end well this mm-hmm. this usually results in one person dying <laughs> me too I was like no don't don't stop or Put something very out. sexy uh, and exciting speaking of Jace though <laughs> he is the new head of the institute mm-hmm. and of in New York sector and I said a couple weeks ago I'm just really ready for there to be a head of the institute that we like. I'm so sick of all (laughs) these people that we don't like coming Mm -hmm, in. mm -hmm. And, you know, we do find out at the end of the episode he gives it to Alec. Because Mm -hmm. it has been a dream of Alec's, I think, for a very long time. Mm -hmm. But it was interesting to see him in that position of power and try to kind of battle his family Mm -hmm. and go with his grandmother, who's being really intense Mm -hmm. about all of this. She is. She's getting a little... I guess out of hand a little bit because she's she's kind of breaking some rules herself and kind of making her own way, mm. and I think mm-hmm. that that kind of raises suspicion for even Jace or the others because they're like, wow, like she's really kind of making this her own and doing things that maybe 
uh, the past leaders wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And so she seems to have like this little power trip. And I think that Jace doesn't feel like he wants all that responsibility. So he wants to like give it to Alec. But then again, Alec's worked for this for his whole life that he probably doesn't want just like a hand me down. He wanted Mm -hmm. to earn it. Mm -hmm. So it's like a complicated thing. But I think that he did the right decision by uh, giving it to Alec. I liked uh, Jace's grandmother up until this episode. And then I didn't like Jason Power. Yeah. He did not handle that well. No, he didn't. And it was, it's very, you know, it's a conflicting, it's a conflicting thing. I'm glad that he ended up giving up. And we're going to get into how he dealt with it, with him and Maya, in just a little bit. But before that, I want to talk a little bit about Clary and what happens to her. I want to talk about Simon's excuse for not, uh, not excuse, but his reason for not giving his DNA sample. Brought it back to the Holocaust. And I, you know, I'm Jewish, so I always. I yeah, I, I like that Simon's Jewish and they bring it up a lot and that it's part of his character and his story and it was an interesting reason to yeah. to not give up his DNA. Um good reason. Yeah, I I think, you know, beyond the literal uh asking like a part of you to res- like um free like you you are not being charged with anything it's just like a preemptive um there's something inherently wrong about that and um i i do appreciate that each character uh deals with it their own way and they deal with it differently so you can see all the different aspects of why someone would say no they're going to say no because it's my right to not have to do that mm-hmm. and i will fight you for it uh like a like libertarian style so that's what maya does you know i will not do it because my family's been persecuted like that in the past and i don't think it's right that's why simon doesn't do it you know yeah. and then like i thought you loved me and i thought you trusted me and now i realize that maybe you don't trust me as much as you do and so for that reason i'll give it to you but i'm not happy with you that's Definitely. magnus and i, I I think the writers did a really good job with, you know, spreading the variations of each character because it's not right what the clave is asking of these people. And, um, you know, you do get some people submitting and some people rejecting the idea. And I I think that's just inherently some people will agree and or some people will. um, What's the word I'm thinking of? um, Submit. And some people won't. Yeah. I I also think based off that, that um, the that the people not submitting uh, shows the strength of them in some way or another. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a freedom of speech, and, yeah. and honestly, you're violating my personal space. Like, mm-hmm. beyond just ask, no one asked Maya for DNA, they asked to put a tracking chip in her, <laughs> which is, to me, yeah. <laughs> insane, you know? And, and I know we're not talking about The Handmaid's Tale, but I just recently watched uh, the season finale of that show where they put tracking chips in people. So it's like this idea of a post... You know, a, a future where where people are using that kind of technology to to, to save you, to protect you. Um, it's just it's just a bunch of jargon for saying that they want to control you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. And actually, this relates to one of our um, our viewers' questions. At Karina Storage says, "I'm so glad that Maya spoke about racial profiling in the last episode. Can we expect the show to stay in t- on touch with more of those issues like that? And I think they did with this episode." you know, with, uh, like, religious issues as well, you know, mm-hmm. for Simon and everything. And I do love how the show is doing that because it really caters to everyone, and I love that about the show. And that line um, is, it's it's fun, and I'm glad that it ended up making it into the episode because that line wasn't in there when we did our original table read, and I went back with um, 
Zach who wrote the episode he did an amazing job mm-hmm. and and I was just kind of you know like hey we can't negate the fact that Maya's black and she's arrested for no reason and it would be very much in line with Maya to call it out mm-hmm. um, how do you feel about that because um, and I brought up Simon as a reason mm-hmm. like you know Simon brings his family into play and, and, and we can choose to make it about the downworlders or we can also show a direct comparison with how the mundanes do something and we all in this collective don't agree with that mm-hmm. but what you're doing is very similar to it so the writers came back and they wrote those wonderful words into uh, Maya's mouth and I think that scene just was so much better after their uh, their um you know, finessing. I love that. I agree. I think it fits Maya. Yeah, and I think I've said since maybe the first three episodes of this entire series that even though this is this crazy supernatural show, things that definitely don't exist in this world, it's political and worldly, and it it really mirrors in some way things that are going on in the world. And, And I really enjoy that about the show, and I think the thing that's even more fun is that, you know, you alienate someone when you say I'm a conservative or I'm a progressive or whatever, but in a in a world where it's all make-believe, you have the flexibility to talk about things without necessarily really? having to call them out. Mm-hmm. And yes, in this episode, we did directly call out actual literal things that have happened to people, and um, but not in a way that was trying to um, make a self-serving point. It was just, you know, laying it out there, ooh, laying it out there for fans to kind of decide whether they agree with the clave or not. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. And just to finish up, uh, Clary and Simon's thing, she gets attacked, which was a very scary scene Mm -hmm. with her being dragged away Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like that. No, no, not Clary. Yeah, and he saves her, but he won't leave her side, and then he gets thrown in the cell in, uh, you know, in the Institute, and... We have some interesting... The cell's being used a lot this season. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was like, wow, we never really saw this part of the show or, like, the, you know, the Institute. Now we're just seeing it episode after episode. And I love that. that, Well, I don't love it, but that was my first time working in the Institute. I was like, of course Maya would be arrested. That's how she ends up in the Institute. (laughs) Well, let's get into everything Maya. We're going to get into some specifics. So I'm so badass. Yeah, she's real cool. I am really starting to have her be one of my favorite characters and there's so many characters so that's saying a lot and I'm not just saying it because Alicia is sitting next to me (laughs) but after this episode I thought she was so cool Mm -hmm. so first scene like we talked about with uh, Simon and Clary Maya and Jace were also there and we see some banter there we see some build up I think they're being pretty nice to each other considering everything that has happened uh, and that's going to happen. And we see this Kaylee person who I believe we saw in two... Was she one of the girls that Jace... In his book club. Yeah, that he, when he went off <laughs> His the, educational book club. Yeah. <laughs> with a bunch of hot sealies. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. And I love what you said, what you said to him. Maya said uh, she gives him words of advice that he should spare the downworld of his charm for a little bit. That, uh, you know, the soul sword ignited killing a whole lot of people. So mm-hmm. maybe you're not that charming that yeah. you can uh, get away with these people who hate you. Or not or- yet. It's not that he's not charming, but that dis- like even with your charm, you can't you can't win everybody over because right. you did something that was in their eyes very. I mean, it was horrible, but to some people, they don't necessarily um, 
they don't necessarily <laughs> understand that it wasn't his fault, um, that he didn't know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I love that scene. It's actually, I think, <laughs> one of my favorite scenes with uh, uh, Maya and Jace because just watching them both watch the people that they have interest in and then, like, realizing that they're both in this in the on the same level kind of yeah um was fun Mm -hmm. and so obviously that comes full circle (laughs) and it it starts to build that they're kind of in the same place Mm -hmm. even though they're on different teams ish Mm -hmm. they still are going through something that's very similar that unites them together because doesn't matter if you're a werewolf if you are a shadow hunter or a vampire there are certain things that every being goes through you know seeing someone you care about with someone else that mm-hmm. a similar mm-hmm. aspect to life yeah feeling mm-hmm. like an outsider a little bit mm-hmm. so they definitely bonded on that and then there's the scene with Maya and Jace and the chip which mm-hmm. I was so badass and so cool yeah and thank you <laughs> I mean it was can you tell us a little bit about that scene was there I'm sure there was a lot of stunt work what was all that like um so the scene in general is uh was difficult because um Jace is carrying out an order that he doesn't necessarily agree with. And so he isn't really posing a very strong argument when he's having a conversation with Maya. If you go back and rewatch it, you can feel that hesitation and you can feel like he's like, look, I just really just need to do this thing. Yeah. And she's like, no, you're, you're just following orders and you're not necessarily listening to what you're saying. And that's mm-hmm. why I don't agree with you. Um, and so when they do start fighting, it took, um, uh, I had been bugging the writers for ages to write a fight scene in for me. And so uh, after taking some boxing lessons, the stunt coordinator, Darren, uh, who's wonderful, uh, kind of saw my uh, level of skill. And then what I was interested in, we talked about what how we kind of think werewolves fight. Mm-hmm. A little more bar brawly, a little more like you know like uh not like the fancy footwork that you see with shadow hunters and they're not going to work with swords or anything like that they're using their fists they're doing (laughs) straight kicks or side kicks there's no like roundhouse kicks or whatever and so you know it's a little more brawly uh and we worked on that and then uh i worked on my part and then since dom is uh way more talented at stunts (laughs) than i am he came in learned it in like two minutes and was like all right we'll just keep doing it until you're ready (laughs) yeah oh my gosh that's incredible like, that's not fair, Dom. I love, no. I love how she's like. I love how she's like you said, Barbara Lee and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Because it's like you know, everyone else is like these beautiful sword techniques and everything. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm just gonna come in and kick your ass. Like, yeah, and, like, and they have to work. They have to work so hard. And like, it's it's we're so lucky with this cast that everyone truly enjoys the stunt work. And I'm just, I love going in and, and watching, you know, Cat and Dom and yeah. and uh, Matt just work in in the in the dojo and learn. You know, we see they cut together these like raw basic videos that they send to network for approval like and also to help the actors kind of remember exactly what we did Mm -hmm. um and you know so we'll show each other like well this is the scene that we're going to be working on and i'm just always impressed with what they come up with and the skill level like that fight um with alec and 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 uh jace i think in episode uh, 11 yeah that was such a funny like i love that and they're so creative this. But they yeah. really, they really, um, they had a stunt double come in, um, just in case I, you know, 
bailed on <laughs> what we had yeah. figured out we were going to do, but they didn't end up needing her. I did everything myself. Wow. So, yeah. That's so, so cool. it, was, yeah. it was super That's fun. Thanks. That's oh, so my good. gosh. Thank you. <laughs> you killed it. It was so much fun. And, and, you know, I think with every person who's, like, attacking, you also have the receiving end. And Dom yeah. was just, like, very supportive and, you know, made me feel super comfortable so that when we did the scene, like, you know, if anything was uncomfortable, we would voice it. But yeah. everyone... Had a really, really great time. That's cool. Well, I just loved Dom's response when he knew what you were going to do. And he goes, don't. Like, no. And it just zooms in on his face. And he looks freaking terrified. <laughs> and he's like, don't do it. And he's like, boom. I'm like, damn. Throws him. Lights out. That, I think that is the moment in this episode I go, okay, now I think she's one of my favorite characters. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, he's not fighting back, and she's just laying She's like, I'm just going to go for it. Well, it's also a testament that, you know, he respects women, he respects her. I don't think he'd ever hit any woman in general unless she was... I don't think that... A circle member, she was, you know... There was no stopping her, but he wasn't... He was just taking it, and you were just giving it. Yeah, and I think think part part of why he took it was because in his gut, I don't think he disagreed with her. Mm -hmm. And so you can't fight in something you don't inherently believe in, and I think that's part of why he didn't fight back. Yeah. Well, I think the reason throughout this episode, or the reason throughout this episode that he is doing what he's doing... Is because he just wants to make his family proud. Mm-hmm. Yes, the only person he knows is his family. Right. I um, love though how mm-hmm. you're you're like you're so offended that he puts a tracking chip in you, but then like once he tries to be all nice about it, you're like I still don't forgive it's you. So <laughs> it's like I'm not gonna say thank you. Yeah, like you literally just like held me down and like shoved this thing in my neck. Like yeah. I'm not gonna say thank you for yeah. digging it out. No. Someone uh, said ding 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 Maya won. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Danielle McGrath. That's funny. <laughs> but not for long. She gets taken into the Institute. Another Shadowhunter is murdered. And, it, you know, that wasn't fair at all that she was walking home from work around the same block. And right? I'm just like, don't you think that their tracking ships would be able to zero in on exact locations? Like, yeah. you were in the general area, so we're taking you in. Jeez. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how they said something about it's New York, everyone's a block away. Yeah. Like, like, Go on. It's like in Clueless, you know, it takes 20 minutes to get anywhere in LA, <laughs> which is a lie, actually. Yeah. Um, so we, in this moment, also, though, see a building moment between Clary and Maya, which mm-hmm. we see again a little bit later, but I liked that. I like girls becoming friends. Maya tried to kill Clary. Clary's, you know, understands where she's, co- you know, coming from. And when. Well, not exactly that, but she forgave her. But she understands right now where Maya's coming from because once Maya said, dude, they tr- they put a chip in me. Yeah. <laughs> and she goes, are you serious right now, yeah. everybody? This is ridiculous. So yeah. Maya gets taken down to be with Simon in the cell and they have a really fun back and forth and... It's not too long ago that we were rooting for them a little bit, and I think there's yeah. parts of us that are still rooting for them. This is such a long history of a show. Everyone is basically going to get together <laughs> that we want right? at some point. At yeah. some point. And then it gets taken away from us, and then maybe gives back a few seasons <laughs> later, you know. Right now, I, I, I can keep up with a few more episodes of, or a few more seasons of Climbing. I can. You think so? Yeah. I I'm mean, for, it. for for that scene, I think it was just super important for uh, 
you to recognize that Simon and Maya don't hold any hard feelings against each other. That was really and, sweet. And you know, you put you put them both in a situation that they don't want to be in, so you force them to talk about it. And even though they are seemingly on good terms, it's you know Maya recognizing that he is really happy with Clary, and um, that you know whether or not that that's something she necessarily wants. Yeah. You know, seeing someone you care about be happy is is paramount. So. Yeah, and I love that. I was gonna say I love that Maya cares, like truly cares about Simon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if Chloe does break his heart, which she probably will, oh. then oh. he has someone to go running to. Well, hold on a second. She's not the backup. Like, I am not playing backup to <laughs> anybody. <laughs> But, but I will say, too. Yeah. I will say that if anything bad ever happened to Simon, Maya would definitely lend an ear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know that she would exactly. lend anything else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that works. Like, just as a friend, I'm she'd talking. be like, "You had your chance, vampire." Yeah. No, I would me. do that too. But I, I do think it's important. <laughs> it is. These scenes like are important because, first of all, it's bringing Maya into the core Shadow Squad. And they're making relationships on their own, friendship, whatever you want to call it. And she's involved now. She's part of this. And it's going to become much bigger. And I'm excited now that she's kind of in the group. Yeah, I, like I mean, it. she's definitely, like, very fast, like, working her way mm-hmm. into the group. And that's the cool thing <laughs> about mole. it. She's like, I'm going to get him. She's like, I'm working for Valentine, guys. <laughs> oh, my god! <laughs> no. That would be a twist. That would be no. A twist. Definitely not working for no. Valentine. Let's touch uh, quickly on Alec and Magnus. They, and of course, uh, oh. Magnus and Dot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting uh, scenes. I liked the, I liked that scene. I did. Becca, you're just all about the infidelity. Like, hold well, on. No, 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 but I did. No, Becca I, liked I the dancing. Mad. Okay, all right. No, I was mad. I I was really mad at Dot. I mean, she was I, she I, was I, just wanting to kind of be there for him. Yeah, but. for sure. I mean, like, you can't... You can't forget that this show happens very fast. Yeah. So, literally, Magnus was tortured. Like, tortured. And then he comes home. Tries to cheer himself up, and his boyfriend just pissed him off. (laughs) So he goes on a little bit of a bender, and here's one of his old soul friends to be there for him. What a fun time, and it's just unfortunate that she took it a little bit too far. Yeah, 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 just a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I would love to dance with a warlock now, though, because apparently you can... Jump buildings. Jump, uh, like, you know, and then he stops you. It's like, getting too close, I'm going to pull you back. It, uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun, and it was kind of a sexy scene. Speaking of things that are kind of sexy, not going to lie, guys, underwear can be a little bit sexy. <laughs> yeah, good uh, transition. <laughs> so there's something real quick I want to tell you guys about. It's a company that's an underwear company. It's a lot of fun. It's called Me Undies. And uh, I have tried some before. They're very comfortable. And they have new artists design the art on underwear like every month. Wow. Yeah, cool. which is a lot of cool. It's unfortunate that you can't walk out with them in public and yeah. show everybody. But <laughs> I mean, you could. You but... just sag your pants down just a little bit. Yeah, just <laughs> just to show them the art. And uh, so if you're used to buying packs of comfortable, boring underwear that only come in white, gray, black, or tan, Me Undies will literally change your life. Oh. And this month is a rainbow confetti print called Celebrate. Ooh. So 
you all should give me undies a try. Go to the celebrate <laughs> pattern uh, before they're all gone at meundies.com slash buzz and you will save 20% off of your first pair. So you're going to get again 20% plus free shipping at meundies.com slash buzz. That's B U Z Z right now. And. I would say take pictures and send them to us, but I think that might not be very appropriate. <laughs> but in your mind, you know, I'll, uh, I'll, I think we'll mental feel it. Pictures. Yes, mental pictures. Uh, take us, uh, take a snap and send it to a uh, a friend. Yeah, yeah. A friend. Alicia, I mean, don't yeah. send it to me. Yeah, you know, right. don't right. send it to any of us. But I think a couple of us here have tried me undies, and I thought it was a good segue to just let you guys yeah. know that you're going to get a good deal by listening to us. Not only yeah. that, but like we're talking about giving me undies a try. I mean, I think Jason. And Maya kind of gave each other a try a little mm-hmm. bit. So. Oh, look at that double segue. They oh did. Boom. <laughs> we segued in and we and segued right out. Now, <laughs> back into the show. Uh, speaking of sexy, let's talk about Izzy. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh my yeah. gosh. Okay, the first, like, scene, the way she made her entrance into this episode was like, I was like, yes, queen. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's getting back on her feet. And, yep. Literally. We see Max again. Adorable Aww. Max. Who, oh, he's so cute. And he's very Izzy-like, because yes. I would assume that Izzy as a child probably wanted to try everything. Mm-hmm. And, I want to go out in the real world. Yeah, exactly. And we have this whole Raphael-Izzy confrontation. They still have some chemistry. They still care about each other, and they're trying to figure out who's doing all of this, and Raphael thinks it's Meliorn, mm. and we see him come back in a very compromising position, standing over a dead body with runes torn out, so it doesn't look very good for him. No, Mm-mm. it does not, and that's the thing. is we, I mean, I automatically was like, okay, I could see his point why he's doing this, because, you know, he's been upset with the clave and everything going on before, so I didn't think it was much of a jump to be like, yes, he's responsible, but I don't know. Well, yeah. he's, he's got a good alibi, kind of. It was a little too easy, I think. Yeah. I don't know. We might, uh, well, not might. He's coming in next week. Yay! Uh, yeah! Jade, Jade who, is yes, he's wonderful. He's going to be coming in next week, so you guys will get I'm to excited. talk to him. But we're going to be a next Thursday. Time. Yes, yeah. it will tweet it out this coming week, but it's going to be a ton of fun. And Max gets himself into trouble. They end up saving him, and we get a call back to the beginning of the episode where we see that Kaylee girl, mm-hmm. that she's the one that is behind all of this. And uh, Allegedly. I was like, I didn't like you when I first saw you in this episode. So. Yeah. She has, like, werewolf claws. She has, like... All the things that you need. Yes, all of the instruments down there. And poor Max, you know, he's a little sorry at the end for... <sighs> getting himself in that situation, but this is when Izzy proves that I'm back, guys. Yeah. Right? Like, boom. She kills her, stabs her right in the back, and uh, that leads us to the end. Mo- what do you, what's, what, uh, what's up, Becca? What up? <laughs> Cassidy uh, on the chat said, hashtag protect Max, Max Lightwood 2017. So, that got a little scary there for a while. But. Yeah. Because yeah. he's, too, he's too adorable. He's guy. adorable. Like, you can't kill him. He's so cute. So, this end montage, which I just, ugh. And I, we were trying to find the song, Simon's song, to start with. I was having a hard time, but I feel like next week it will be all over the internet, hopefully. (laughs) Uh, Simon goes to do his performance. He's very nervous. There's a big crowd because he's, again, very popular now. Now that he's a daylighter. Yeah, now that he's a daylighter. We have a nice Clary and Maya moment. Yeah. Give her, you know, it's on me. 
I mean, uh, basis of a real friendship, you know, just like people were like, whoa, Jay said sorry. Like, I don't know that Maya <laughs> has ever said sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think she apologized to Simon uh, for hurting Clary, but never apologized to Clary for it. But that's her. Uh, yeah, that's her olive branch. Is yeah. a beer. <laughs> Here's a beer. I, yeah, I know. Uh, Maya is a girl true to my heart. I think, right? <laughs> yeah. So we also, in this montage at the end, we see uh, Alec and Magnus come back together. They say, I love you. They make up. We're on good terms with them now. It was really nice. We got a good kiss. Got some nice fan service there, which, you know, Malik fans always appreciate greatly. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it yeah. greatly. And then, lastly, before we get into questions, the Jace and Maya scene. We are going to call them Jaima. Jaima? <laughs> That sounds a little no, weird. Not quite. That nope. sounds a little too weird. Jaya. Jaima. Where is this? Jaya. It like sounds the like maple syrup. Yeah. Yes. And Jemima. Yeah. We're going to do some brainstorming with this over the next the week. The chest is Jaya. Jaya? I think when we were shooting, the collective uh, was Jaya. Okay. And then okay. Mace was thrown around, but then rejected. Okay. Uh, it's whatever <laughs> you guys care. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really. It's whatever you guys uh want it to be but yeah. yeah I will say that when we were coming up with a uh, ship name Jaya was the Jaya. one I like well it. Mace is what you spray people in the eyes with that's yeah. what we were discussing before this started so maybe not Mace <laughs> it's a bit aggressive uh, and like we said there were mixed feelings about this apparently which I was shocked to hear when I got here because I go I loved it oh, that was awesome <laughs> it, was a little, it was a little spicy a little, a little steamy it was something I know I think it was maybe one of the most intense like sexual scenes that Freeform's thrown um, around did you lick his ass that, that's what someone that's what <laughs> yes. like, Team Girl 24 asked yeah in the she chat. was like did Maya really that's just lick his ass that's what okay. we were laughing so about earlier two things, two things I will say is it feels super steamy because there was so much tension between these two people for uh-huh. literally Really 10 episodes mm. so you can't negate that and that fuels uh, the scene so like if it was anyone else and they behaved the same way you'd be like oh it's a hot scene but like yeah. there is so much tension between those two characters that it, it just is inherently like you know so racy mm-hmm. and yeah it is it, li- it is a little uh, like literally on the more suggestive side uh, than what you've seen um, previously um, but um, no I did not lick his abs <laughs> you, you did not? <laughs> I could have sworn I saw a little tongue I mean if you if you need Maybe? to slow mo it and zoom in okay. do what you gotta do <laughs> yeah, uh, she's but... an animal she, she can do whatever she wants she's kind of like a wolf a dog you know they lick so I mean yeah uh, okay she's not a Dog. So let's just let's just squash that, right, that there. right there. Don't defend Maya. She'll throw you across the room. She's a wolf. But but I think the the scene, you know, because uh, I think you know we've thought very much about how that scene would play out, and the the director Michael Goy, uh, Dom, and myself all agreed that you know m- maybe it's Jace the one that makes is that makes the initial. Uh, mm-hmm. jump into it, but then it's Maya who just kind of dominates the entire situation. <laughs> and because we were trying to be sensitive to the fact that, like, he did kind of violate her by, you know, or not him specifically, but that other shadow hunter did yeah, put the yeah. tracking chip in her. And we want to, you know, make sure that you know that this is something that she's totally down for and that she's making it clear that this is literally what we both need right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want you thinking that I think it's anything more than that. 
Mm. Very true. Yeah, she she really took over and was like, "Look, this is this is not gonna be anything. This is just right yeah. now." Yeah, I was like, thing. "I need to take a page out of Maya's book and just oh. kind of like show tell you know they're like I'm in charge. I just think it's nice to kind of have a woman say I'm in charge. You're not gonna tell me how this relationship or if there is any relationship how it's gonna go. This is on my terms now, especially because you just stuck a chip in me <laughs> and took it out. So you know you can't make this stuff up. Yeah. I know it's a. Uh, it's really amazing. <laughs> so it. we are going to skip over predictions today because yes. we have so, so many questions for you. We only have a few minutes left. Uh, I am going to start off with the questions saying, okay, Vivian uh, Betancourt, Happy Free Lonely, asked, uh, okay, ask Maya, what's her favorite scene of 2B? Ooh. Well, I ask mean- Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll definitely say that... Um, uh, doing the fight scene was my favorite um, uh, in terms of like technical just learning but I I, I will hint at uh, my second favorite episode uh, 13 being the most favorite is episode 18 um, because uh Various reasons. So Ooh. I will say my my favorite scene is somewhere in in eighteen. Keep that in your guys' brains, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Eighteen. All right. What I about like you it. guys? What do okay. We got? At Sapic Smizzy wants to know: Will the topic of Maya being an alpha ever be brought up between her and Luke? Um, <clears throat> I think it's it's always kind of an unspoken thing because she's kind of been playing more of his uh, right hand gal uh, lately, and so you're starting to see her take on a couple more. Um, taking more of a presence in negotiations within the pack. Like when you had Russell kind of challenging him, you know, she, she did step in and sort of diffuse that situation. So it didn't have to end in a fight. Yeah. Um, so you will see her taking more and more roles, but uh, her vying for the alpha, we literally just talked about it would mean that uh, two people would have to fight to the death. So uh, I don't know if you want that. Yeah. No, I think I think, I think uh, Luke and Maya will try very hard to have that not happen. Yeah, <laughs> they that can would like be co-parent awful. all the wolves. You know? <laughs> yeah, let's have them, like, a co-parent situation. Uh, what about um, you, Becca? What do you got? Well, a fan Twitter you have LHW fans uh, asked in real life: Can you identify with Maya? Um. <clears throat> yeah, I think like, I mean, I am so in awe of anybody that is not afraid of confrontation if it means that they can clearly get their point across Mm -hmm. and she doesn't take uh anything from anybody and um but beyond all that she's incredibly compassionate and um is willing to do anything for people that she really cares about um those are all traits that i think anyone would want Mm -hmm. um people sometimes don't like her because they she doesn't do what they want her to do and um but i mean if you're looking at it from a tv perspective she kind of creates that conflict that makes it more of an interesting experience for all the other characters on the show so whether or not you like her uh is kind of irrelevant because she uh is an awesome character and (laughs) she she does uh whenever she's doing something you don't like it's usually to create some sort of you know conflict to push the story forward Yeah, yeah yeah Well, we like her. So yeah, that's I all love her. Awesome. <laughs> Cynthia at Insane Petrova said, "What's the most challenging thing in playing Maya?" Um, that's a great question. 
Um, I, I I will say like working in an ensemble cast is is both challenging and fun. Um, seeing where your story fits in, into the grand scheme of everything um, is always uh, something you need to be mindful of. Um, so I would say you know just making sure that my cog in the whole machine is is making it all work together. Um, but on a personal level, um, I don't necessarily find playing Maya super challenging. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And it, it allows me to be creative and, and kind of play. There's a lot of humor in her character. Um, so those are all opportunities to, to be fun and creative. Yeah, but I mean, I think even when you came into the show, it was kind of coming in, I would say, sophomore year of high school where right. everybody's yeah. friends and you're just trying to make sure you fit in and do mm-hmm. a good job. But mm-hmm. like I said, I think that we are well, seeing a lot of development It's there. a credit to the cast that everyone's super friendly. Like, oh, yeah. All of the cast yeah. are just so welcoming. And, and as we've been shooting, I'm just always blown away by how generous they are with their advice and their time and you know we have a lot of fun absolutely all right we have we're gonna do two more okay all right so at black granger wants to know who are you closest with in the shadow hunters cast um that's a great question um i will say all of us that tend to be well i mean alberto cat and and dom and i and jade uh do hang out a lot in toronto um but then that's there's everyone's always invited to everything and mm-hmm. so Emerald and Matt and Harry and Isaiah, we all do hang out together. Um, but I mean, I guess Alberto and I do have that uh, quality of both being from Florida. So yeah. we, we do, you know, being in Toronto, we miss our families and oh, stuff like yeah. that. So we have that connection. But um, I'd say it's a pretty even playing field. We're all pretty close. That's awesome. awesome. That's really cool to hear. Um, the first time you were in, we talked about the werewolf transformation. So, uh, Karina asks, can we expect more werewolf? Werewolf transformations anytime Ooh. soon. Yes. Yes. Ooh. All right. That is a great way to end the show because we cannot wait. That is still one of the most terrifying, crazy <laughs> things I've seen on television. That was so cool. Yes. I still can't get over it. So one more time for the fans. Where can everyone find me on social media? Uh, Instagram, Alicia Wainwright, and Twitter, Wainwright AE. All right, you guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. <laughs> Y'all can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Becca B. Talks TV, and Dakota and I are, co- are recapping Stitchers right after this. Yes. So stay tuned. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at samdavidsonentertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram at samd43. And as we tease a little bit earlier, we do have a special guest next week on a different day. Ooh. We're going to tweet out all of the info for that. Thank you again so much for coming in, Alicia. Thanks. We Thank love you. having you yes. here, and we will see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. 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 From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.